0: You're listening to Nature Walks and Bible Talks with Paula Vogler, a daily devotional for finding encouragement from God's Word and His creation. When I go snorkeling and I see all of those colorful fish, I feel like I'm looking at butterflies under the water. We're going to talk about one of those fish after I read today's verse, found in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. It says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion, and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. I think one of the coolest things to come upon when snorkeling has to be large schools of fish, especially those colorful ones I was talking about. I almost swam into a large school of yellowtail surgeonfish one time. From their name, I'm sure you know they have yellow tails. They also have a kind of grayish-purple oval-shaped body. Beyond the yellow tail, they are recognizable for their faces, with a black stripe down their face where their eye is, followed by a lighter white stripe and another black stripe. They seem to be one of the most easily recognizable reef fish. But why are they called surgeon fish? Apparently, at the base of their tails, they have modified scales that are like spines. When threatened, these spine scalpels can be flicked out like the blade on a Swiss army knife to help the fish defend its territory. Fortunately, they are pretty docile fish, and the only harm to humans seems to be when they are mistakenly caught in fishing nets and a fisherman gets slashed when he's trying to remove them. It's interesting that fish at times form large groups called schools. Researchers agree on three reasons they believe fish do this. For feeding, for reproducing, and for safety. Smaller fish even gather in enormous numbers to form ginormous bait balls, banding tightly together when predators are close by. We've all heard the expression, there's safety in numbers, and for fish, it seems to be true. For them, it's easier to spot food, easier to confuse predators by blending together, and easier to spawn when they stay together. In some ways, I think we're a little like fish. We need each other, whether we want to admit it or not. From the very beginning, when God created Adam, he also created Eve, because he said in Genesis 2.18 that it wasn't good for Adam to be alone. Even the most introverted person needs others. One important reason for that, I think, is because we want and need to be comforted when we go through tough times. Yes, God sends his spirit to comfort us, but it's also a comfort to have someone to hold your hand or give you a hug. Comfort can come in other forms, too. I'm sure you all have a favorite comfort food you turn to when you are stressed or anxious about something. Ice cream, macaroni and cheese, chocolate... We all know what we reach for. It doesn't change the situation, but it gives a measure of comfort to enjoy a favorite food. Yet there's nothing quite like the human touch, whether verbal or physical, to bring comfort to an aching soul. Like our verse today says, God comforts us in our troubles so we can comfort others. That could sometimes mean sharing one of the myriad comforting Bible promises with a friend at an appropriate moment, or making the time to call, text, or visit with someone who's having a hard time. We're all in this together, as the saying goes, and kind hearted people are a precious commodity in the world today. May you find peace and comfort from someone God puts in your path today, my friend.